Welcome to the All-Time Mystery Podcast, where you have yours truly, little B at Brunelli Sports, Chris, a.k.a. Hater at Supercharge33, and Tyler at T underscore Dement. Thank you for joining us. We are coming to you on Monday night again. We have missed Sunday night football predictions, so we apologize. So let's go ahead and jump into Monday night predictions, because we did, I meant to say Sunday night predictions. Let's go ahead and get into Monday night predictions before we start anything else because it is 7.05 Eastern Standard Time, so the game starts here in about an hour. And let's go ahead and let's talk about the Los Angeles Rams versus the San Francisco 49ers. This should be a decent, maybe good game. I don't know. Will the Los Angeles Rams uh, rebound from the last shit show they had last week against the Niners? I can just say I hope they don't because I really need Matthew Fat, uh, Matthew Stafford to have another shit poor, poor performance so I can win in fantasy. But uh, I think this is going to be another great game. I honestly do think this is going to be a good game. Anytime these divisional games happen, they're usually pretty decent. It's usually not blowouts. So uh, I'm going to say this is going to be a good game, but I do think the Rams rebounds. I don't think it's going to be a crazy outscoring game. I think the Rams defense and the uh, Niners defense play pretty well tonight. Uh, I I'm going to say the Rams win. I'm going to say they win by a touchdown. And I'm going to say it's like a 17 to 10 score or 24 to 14, you know, somewhere around there. It's going to be, it's, I don't see this be a crazy high scoring game at all, but uh, yeah, I really think the Rams walk away with this game. Um, Cooper cup has another massive performance. He probably gets 80 receptions and 1100 yards tonight, you know, just leading the league in yards and receptions, having an amazing year. Definitely has to be in the end I'm sorry, has to be in the MVP conversation at this point. I mean, 74 receptions, 1,019 yards and 10 touchdowns. I mean, I know that's not like what Calvin Johnson had numbers, but he could get there. He could get there. He could have a 2,000-yard season right now. I mean, he's on a, he's on a, uh, a line kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, he really – he. I mean, it should automatically always go to a quarterback. And let's go and face it. If it wasn't for Derrick Henry – it should have been Derrick Henry because name a quarterback, like all the quarterbacks that should be MVP candidates are having bad games or injured. or injured or missing time. Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Let's be honest. Aaron Rodgers, we'll get this later, but Aaron Rodgers was not that bad the other day. No, very much not so. But all I'm saying is any of the quarterbacks. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. I mean, honestly, the only quarterback, and I, I'm going to give a little toot toot here, that could be in MVP talks right now in my books, and he, and the only reason that it would hurt him is his interceptions. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's having a really good year, but he's Tom not Brady. having Tom. Br- yeah, but I'm sorry after the getting the beat by the had hurt him. Yeah, Yeah, I can't. I'm not going to argue that, but losing to the Red uh, Football Team is uh, pretty much take you out of consideration, in my opinion. Yeah, but but uh, ah, yeah, that's that's what I'll get here. Rams win by a touchdown. Like I said, twenty four to win by a touchdown. (laughs) But all right, there, Tyler. What do you have for Monday night? Well, I only think this is going to be a good game if you're a Rams fan. Um, I don't like this forty niners team. Downtown Rams. Uh, I don't like this this forty niners team. Um, I have it before the year. Still don't. Um, I, I know it's a divisional game, but still, I think the Rams are going to win this one 30 to 17. Oh, wow. You have a pretty big margin. Yeah. 
Dude, I yeah, I don't I don't like the 49ers. I don't I don't think they they're going to have much to offer here tonight. OBJ is washed. He might be good for a he might be good for a good game tonight just, you know, just for the simple fact that it's the first game. Maybe he's got a little something extra to prove. Well, he definitely has something extra to prove, but in general, I I think the dude's just not that good anymore. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I really don't expect I, – I mean, again, I'm going to be a little – I need OBJ to have a shit game. Um, I How ready could he be? I mean, it's either going to be like an amazing watch him go out for 10, y- you know, 10 receptions, 200 yards, and like two touchdowns game, or he's going to go out there and just completely be like a, a, a decoy for Cooper Cup because the Rams did lose Robert Woods the day they signed OBJ. So OBJ – Prior to this, uh, no, no, it, it, no, Robert Woods tore his ACL on Friday practice. Oh, yeah, so well, yeah, but I I think just this just means more for Van Jefferson, to be honest with you. I really think you need to look out for Van my boy, Jefferson. My boy Van Jefferson. So, but what about you, Chris? What do you have for the game? All right, so I might, but yeah, yeah, I got the Rams minus three, I got $100 in the Rams, and so. No home away, no home away in here. That Rams, I think the Rams three. Come on, man! I got a Rams by seven. I'm gonna go Yeah, I mean against this defense. I mean, let's just be honest. That they might not. By the way, that's why Ron, I have them at like seventeen points. Von Miller is active, and Oten. Again, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too no, I'm not betting on Oten. I'm betting more on Von Miller. Yes, that he could. Yeah, I mean with that Donald. I mean this is. We'll see. I mean I don't know. Last yeah, it, with, it's with Von Miller. I mean I, I'm. I am not like it's sold. I say that you put my team in a guy in in Aaron Donald. Let's be honest. He's only guy who. That was me right now. But then that at Von Miller, just Von Miller's presence alone, not the double guy. Out of respect. He hasn't had a sack in three weeks, and he only has four and a half sacks on the year. And he had two sacks. I, I just don't know. I'm just not like Von Miller hasn't had a double sack season since 2018. Yeah, he only oh, no. He he played 15 games in 2019. He missed all 2020. I don't know if he sat out or if he was injured. I can't remember. All right, so 2020, but in 2019 he played 15 games, had eight sacks. He missed 2020. In 2018 he had 14 sacks, and he has four and a half this year. Had a guy like Aaron Donald in a while. He had yeah. I don't know about that. He's had some a pretty good defenses in 19. I don't. It doesn't matter. Like it really, like it's Von Miller. If you're talking about him being a generational past talent, I mean, sack, that's what, what I'm saying. Okay, but he's had great defenses. He has Super Bowl winnings. Ch- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So don't sit here and say he hasn't had that. I mean, I mean, I'm so, saying like since then, decline. All I'm saying is, yeah, all, yeah he has 110. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. I am not taking that away from him. He's a he's a Pro Bowler. He's a All Pro. Yeah. Yes, I agree with you. All I'm saying is the man's been in the league for ten plus years. 
Well, he, he, no, 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 I don't that I think it's gonna be more for Leonard Floyd. I think Leonard yeah. Floyd will gain stats than Von Miller. And, and maybe, I mean maybe I, I, I mean I What's think that, at Tyler? this point like, Von Miller, I mean I, I think at this point Von Miller's a good player. He's definitely not a great player any longer though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean he's gonna end in so, his I mean, career. He's gonna play for a couple numbers, but yeah, he's going to. He's gonna all I'm gonna say is that he will end with hundred probably thirty sacks in his career. He's if not complimentary player. He's no longer the guy. No, exactly. So let's I'm just all I'm trying to say is I think you're just we're putting a lot in a lot of emphasis on Von Miller. I, I'm putting the emphasis on Von Miller I just it's like Pro Bowl. Like some years like some players should never get in the Pro Bowl and just get elected because of their name. Yeah, I yeah. just think that's all I'm thinking Von Miller is under his name. Yeah. He's he's getting more respect than he should. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not trying to hate on the guy. What happened? You let that guy go, and he goes off. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Let's just go ahead and move on because there's a lot of big news that came out of this weekend of injuries. So let's go ahead and start with some of the bigger ones. Let's get the. I I don't know how this is. Like a lot of people want to talk about it. Let's go ahead and talk about it. It is big. Chase Young, one of the you know young potential all-stars and young best defensive players in the league tears his ACL ACL and is done for the year. Okay. The dude has a sack and a half this year. All right, mister. He's supposed to be a pre- <laughs> I know, Let's I know. I'm saying, I'm saying he was, he was, right? Yes, he was. He was. The, yes, they have been nothing but a disappointment this year, but Von Miller, or Chase Young, only had seven and a half sacks last year. The man is okay if you want to say so. The man is on fucking. Let me just say this: the man is on Javon Aaron Clowney status right now, in my opinion. Drafted to be. All I'm saying is, let's like we're talking. We're, we're sitting here and acting like this man is, you know, this next great pass rusher and has eight and a, eight sacks in his eight nine sacks in his career. And he's supposed to be this, you know, potential all-star elite pass rusher. And the dude's sitting at nine sacks in a year and a half. That's not, that's not to me, like, world-standing. Like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. Like, no, I'm just saying, I, I'm, I'm disappointed in Chase Young. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he, he was crowned, I think, a little too early. And, and also, I agree. the reason I, the reason I don't think that this is that big of a, a deal, um, is because Washington's not good. Like if, yeah. if they were if they were in the playoff race, you know, like a legit you know playoff what? team, and this happened, you could say that. We all did, but we now know that I, didn't. I picked them to win because of Ryan Fitzpatrick. That prediction went out the window week one. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I think this injury would be a bigger deal if they were actually good, but. I mean, they're not good. So to me, it doesn't even matter. I mean, yeah, it sucks for him, but yeah. I mean, this team, this defense has been. I mean, the best. This team played well. This team has 
any team right now struggling to beat Tampa Bay needs to watch the Washington football team because they almost beat them in the playoffs last year, and then they beat them this year. The Redskins, the Redskins, that's what they are. Fuck them until they come up with the name. They they have something on Tom Brady and something on that offense because they know how to stop them and play against them. Every team in the NFL needs to watch the Washington games because the Tampa Bay Bucks have that's. They almost, like I said, they almost lost to him in the playoffs with Tyre Henneke, and then they lost him in the regular season this year. The Washington football team has something or sees something on tape the rest of the league does not, and the league needs to take notice. So, I mean, so right now, Chase Young after the year, not it's news. Um, the to me, bigger news because this is me being a homer here. Uh, oh, right, but I'm sorry, Aaron Jones actually has done something on the field compared to Chase Young. And Aaron Jones is Aaron Jones got paid too. Yeah, and Aaron Jones has a, 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 a MCL sprain, is expected to miss one to two weeks. Let's hope it's one week because I'm going to Lambeau in two weeks and I would love to see Aaron Jones play. So come on, Aaron Jones, get healthy. Um, so that's – and then also speaking of the Packers news because the Packers got decimated on defense this weekend Whitley Merc- Whitney Merciless the p- edge rusher who's been playing really well for us the last couple of weeks and got his first sack as a Packer on Sunday has torn his bicep and he is out for the rest of the year as well as Rashawn Gary hyperextended his elbow they say it was a pretty gruesome injury turns out it's just a hyperextension with maybe some sprain in his ligaments and he is going to try to go with a brace this upcoming weekend, so we'll see how that goes. I hope the Packers just kind of – I mean, I know we need the edge rushers. We're really hurting now. We, we I mean, we don't have Zadarius. Preston hasn't been world standing. And Rashawn Gary might not have the sack numbers, but Rashawn Gary leads the league in quarterback pressures. So, so, you know, with that stat, leading the league in quarterback pressures, the sacks will come. I mean, he has five and a half already this year. I mean, he could end with ten. It's just that, I mean, just some years it goes bad for those – those guys who get pressures, they just sometimes don't get the sacks and let other guys get the sacks. And that's going on with Gary right now, but losing Gary hurts more than anything, but losing uh, Whitley merciless as well. So the Packers definitely are probably on the market again for another edge rusher. We have moved our inside linebacker Owen Burks to outside linebacker to try to let him get some more pressures and get him around the field and on the field a little bit more. So he did that at the end of the game when merciless and Gary got hurt. So we'll see if they continue with that or if they go and try to find somebody on the market. That's some other big news. The other big news is Cam Cam Newton. Is he back? He had a two-touchdown game for the Carolina Panthers. He had a throwing touchdown to Rodney Anderson, and he rushed one in. I mean, yeah, is we this... didn't talk about this last one time yet. Yeah. But yeah. Cam Newton is back in Carolina. I honestly think he starts next game. That's a lot of Sorry. Not rule. But we'll, uh, well, he, yeah. I mean, he's a lot of, like, ass. I think you're just letting – you played Cam Newton enough to let him remember, hey, it's been – it's you haven't played this year, so let's get a couple hits on you, let you play a little bit, remember the game, and then we're going to throw you back out there. And that's what it was. I, I think you could have started Cam and been fine. I I mean, I don't know if this does anything for the Carolina Panthers. I don't think this makes him a playoff contender it's again. Five and five. They're in the wins right now. They are in the race. I mean, they the lens is terrible. We got some teams under 500 who are in the lens. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how long that. <laughs> oh, God. Let's not even talk about the Eagles. They have been shockingly better than I expected them. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that later by himself. Yeah. So, uh, 
No, you don't have anything about them on here. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's been it's been uh, it's been a week for the injuries. That's all I can say. Oh, another big one. And it's big for fantasy. How about that? And it's big for the Falcons. Cordell Patterson for the Atlanta Falcons running back wide receiver is expected to miss time with the injury. He has been a revelation for the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons finally you figure out how to use him properly. Like yeah, every, unlike every other team in the NFL. Yeah. So good. I mean, that, that definitely hurts the Falcons and that definitely hurts everybody out there for fantasy because Cordell Patterson has been on a tear. So it sucks to see, but Mike Mike Davis gets his stock back and see how Mike Davis can try to prove himself. But this is why the Atlanta Falcons fucked up this draft. I'm sorry to take Kyle Pitts, who has barely done anything. As I said, what are you he would. talking about? Kyle he Pitts, a monster. No, he has not. You're he's smoking. Not, he's not over five receptions every game, bro. Uh, yeah. Really? Okay, uh, two receptions. Four receptions, two receptions, three receptions, four receptions, five receptions every game. Hmm. Yeah. No. no Forty he, receptions. He, start, he started. Forty receptions. Slow, but he's starting to get it together, though. I'm sorry. One touch. You you drafted this guy to be this red zone outstanding, amazing scorer. He has one touchdown. How he literally hasn't played on fit. All I'm saying is, you guys want to talk about the last couple of weeks? Okay, week eight. Two receptions, 13 yards. Three receptions, 62 yards. Four catches, 60 yards. All right, it's been four. It's going to be almost four weeks since he has had 100. Yeah, Miami, he went off. Uh, New York Jets, yeah, he went off. He's had two good games in his career, guys. Two. Oh, hey, that's more than some players in Perry. Okay, you're right. But you drafted him You drafted him to be more than what he is. That's all I said. All I remember I said at the beginning is that he was not going to live up to his potential. He's not going to live up to the draft. Okay, two good games out of 10. And that is a 20%. You had Calvin Ridley. Okay, Calvin Ridley hasn't done shit all year long. And he's he's left left the team. Is he retired? (laughs) Oh, God. I don't blame the guy. The freaking Falcons screwed this draft. You should have drafted a quarterback when you had the opportunity. And no, you didn't you draft Kyle Pitts? Then, then you should have drafted a running back. What one of that? Trey Lance, Mac Jones. Jones. Really? Mac Jones? Only one that worked out so far. Okay. They could have drafted Mac Jones. Trey Lance hasn't started that many games because of Jimmy Brown. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. They could have Justin Fields as well. Has he been amazing? No. But it's the principle. You should have drafted the guy. It was a mistake. Mistake. It was a mistake. It's all I'm saying. It was a mistake draft pick. I am not a believer of a tight end in the first round, and I'm definitely not a believer of a tight end in the top ten or top five. But from that line, yeah, I guess the bigger news, though, and I don't know if anybody's seen this, Mika, Fit- Mika Fitzpatrick has tested positive for COVID nineteen. Oh, so, yeah, that's it. By the way, that's all good. Yes, I, I'm trying to see if he's vaccinated. They don't say anything about him being vaccinated, but they are saying that he could be possibly ready for the game. So it means he must be vaccinated. Must be vaccinated. Yeah, but still, you have to get two negative tests in 24 hours, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it was it was a rough weekend for the NFL and injuries. So let's go ahead and uh, move it on to uh, John Gruden. John Gruden is suing the NFL. And honestly, I don't blame the man. 
you can't tell me, and we talked about it when this all happened, that that's the only news you got out of the Washington football scandal. Emails about John Gruden saying some insensitive racial things. Yeah, that's like, it. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? So I, I bet you that's what he's suing. He's and, and, not, and he's suing. He's getting fired from something he said 11 10 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. When, and then what? He hasn't been in the league yet. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a complete joke. This is the, this is the, this is the cancel culture at its finest making its way into the NFL. And I'm not saying, saying that it's correct or anything, but you know what? We can't just get people after the fact. Like, it's not like it didn't move. We all said, we, we said it on the show. It doesn't mean we're racist. It doesn't mean we're bigots. It doesn't mean anything. We've all said things we regretted or things, racial things. We've all said it. You cannot tell me. In your lifetime, you have not accidentally said something racial or that you thought it. or thought it. So it happens. Go get over yourselves. It's the lose your job over something that's 11 years old that you said in an email to your brother and you lose your job over a whole scandal. That is a lot worse than anything that John Gruden probably said and has apologized many times over. Like suspend the guy like the lose your job is a little excessive for this. I don't know. I don't know. Definitely when it's 11 years ago and you're wearing the NFL. Yeah. I mean, first. Yeah. So I don't blame John Gruden at all. I I mean, something needs to happen because the NFL is hiding something in Washington. That's for damn sure. Yeah. I don't know. Dan Snyder has something on the NFL. I mean, he has to defend Dan Snyder. That's his brother. Like, the owners are all brothers. Like, whatever. We just know. We know if Dan Snyder was in the NBA, he would have been kicked out by now. Oh, yeah. A long time ago. So, it's just, it's handshaking. This It's just head shaking. I don't know what else to say about this whole situation. Uh, I don't know if anything's going to come out of this situation, to be honest with you, at this point. But, uh, Probably not. But, yeah. So, we're going to go ahead and keep it moving on. Uh, we got a little sub, uh, new topic or subject that we can talk about. Our surprise good teams and bad teams of the NFL season so far. And I'm gonna, talking about I got gotcha. you. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and let Tyler go. He's been a little silent here, so let's get him involved a little bit more. So, Tyler, what is, who's one of your surprise NFL teams on the year and you're one of your disappointment teams of the year so far? Um, my, uh, my surprise good team um, I think has to be New England. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I didn't think they'd be as good as they are. And, you know, I, I give them a lot of props because they have been pretty good in the regular season, but they, they, that team still would scare me in the playoffs because I just feel like even though Mac Jones has played pretty good, he, he hasn't like, he's played really good for a rookie. Don't get me wrong. But I, I feel like if it came down to like in the, when the playoffs come around, if they make it, I'm assuming they will, unless something crazy happens. Um, like, I just feel like they'll struggle like against like an elite quarterback if they have to, because I'm not sure that Mac Jones can, can, um, you know, outduel one of these really good quarterbacks. You know what I mean? I just don't feel mm-hmm. like, like he's ready for that yet. Um, the team that I, that's bad that I'm surprised about is Seattle. Uh, but that has a, a decent bit to do obviously with the fact that Russell Wilson missed like four or five games, which whatever it was. Um, but either way, I mean, they're sitting here at like three and six, I think. So that's, that's not very good. Um, but oddly yeah. enough, I mean, even though even the bat, the sad part is, is as bad as that bottom, bottom part of the NFC is, 
even at three and six, they're really not out of it either. I mean, if they get a couple of win- roll off a couple of wins in a row, all of a sudden they're definitely back in it. So, yeah, definitely with that outside bid now. There's that extra team is making it definitely more appealing for uh, those bottom half teams right now. There's no reason they can't fight back and make it. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and say my surprise bad team is the Miami Dolphins. I mean, I know they've had yeah, to deal yeah. with <laughs> is that Tua? I know Tua's been hurt, but this defense was really good last year, and they have not performed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and they haven't performed. And I'm a believer in Brian Flores. So I'm very like, they feel like they've been out coached throughout the year, they've been outplayed throughout the year. I mean, yes, Tua plays a big part. Jacoby Brissett is not a good quality backup or starter in this NFL. I think that's been proven time and time over again. And uh, I mean, he struggled mightily throughout this team, but this defense is allowed put up allowed 252 points to be put up on them. That's pretty. I mean, yeah, they're on a two game winning streak. Hopefully, they can start turning it around. And Tua is supposed to be back this upcoming week. But um, I am very shocked on the Miami Dolphins. I was high on them. I predicted them to come in second in this division behind the Buffalo Bills. And also, I think we need to say shockingly, yes, they're winning their division, but shockingly bad is the Buffalo Bills as well. Yes, they're six and three, but they lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have struggled against some other teams. The offense has not been like as proficient as they were last year. So hopefully they can turn it around and fire themselves. They did better this weekend. Maybe that will be things to come, but just the Jacksonville Jaguar loss is pretty big. I know Josh Allen destroyed Josh Allen. And had his lunch, stole his lunch money, but still, I mean, um, but yeah, that's, that's my shockingly bad team for me. And then my shockingly good team, I've gone back and forth on this one because, you know, I like a couple teams and I'm going to give it to a team that doesn't really have a winning record. And we hated on pretty hard at the beginning of the year. I'm going to say the Philadelphia Eagles. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm with them there, but the Philadelphia Eagles being four and six, with a coach that we made fun of at the beginning, of this, you know, during the offseason when they hired him, I'm with them there. I mean, they're, they're, Jalen Hurts is not an NFL quarterback. I mean, he, he is the most garbage time quarterback I've ever seen in my entire life. It's when the team completely relaxed, the game's over, Jalen Hurts goes off. Rest of the game, Jalen Hurts is kind of like, yeah, oh, I, I, I can kind of stay and play, but uh, I'll give it to that. But the other one, uh, since Tyler talked about, the, is the Saints. The Saints are second in the division. They're one game behind the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Saints has lost James Winston. And we thought this team would completely and utterly shit the bed after Drew Brees retired. So, good yeah, on the Saints. I didn't. But that those are my couple teams. But go ahead, uh, Chris. Who's your shockingly bad and shockingly Rocky good team? was bad. What's wrong with the Cleveland Browns? Yeah, no lie. We were really all high on them. I had them in the Super Bowl. Whoops. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, no, wait, hold on. It's a tie, but but they actually won last night and looked pretty good. So I was going to say it's a but the Browns definitely had a hand Like, the defense looked terrible. Yeah. They're de- I mean, their defense has allowed 241 points put up against them. Yeah, it's awful. And then my shockingly good team, it's the other one. Um, the Lenders. I try to tell you. I try I don't know. To- what I don't know. <laughs> And then the Black. I know they lost last night, but the Raiders are good. And the Raiders are going through a lot of. The Raiders have lost Henry Ruggs and Damon Arnett. And they London. lost, and they lost their coach. I mean, this team is just 
trying to do it, and they're doing well. I mean, they're this team is doing what they can to survive in this this division right now. That's for damn sure. And they have everything going against them. No, yeah, no, no lie there. Yeah, I mean, to lose two, you lose your first round draft picks from two years ago, both of them in the same season, Henry Ruggs and Damon Arnett. I mean, that sucks. That I mean, and then. I mean, your other draft picks you've made, like, name their first-round draft picks. Colton Miller's the only guy who's actually stuck and is playing well. Because Clean Farrell, garbage. Oh, John Abrams, okay. Hang on a little bit more lately. Who? Max Crosby. Max, but Max Crosby's in a first-round draft pick. I'm just talking about first-round draft picks right now. Yeah. No, Max Crosby's been a steal. Like, Max Crosby's a fucking monster. Well, well, here we go. I I think that... Who Clint Farrell? Yeah, they try to they try to they try to trade him. Mike Mayock, Mike 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 Mayock. The draft Henry Ruggs over C D Lamb is fucking they could have C D Lamb. Or Jerry Judy. And you took Ruggs. Yeah. That, Henry Ruggs was the most Al Davis pick of all time. It was. It was. No, that's why I was like, okay, well, that makes sense for later. You know? Let's not draft talent. Let's draft speed. Hey, how fast is this one time? All right, let's take Julian Taylor Bay. All right. Oh, Herod uh, Bay had a solid career. Not me. Not with a fun fast pick. You want to talk about fun fast picks? You're talking about Hyatt Bay right now. <laughs> Darius Hayward Bay had a better career in, in Indianapolis than in Oakland. Hey, Darius Hayward Bay had a decent career. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. That's all. He had he had 200 receptions and 16 touchdowns. That's terrible. <laughs> For a first-round pick, seventh overall. No, it's still funny. Yeah, there's there's wide receiver, great wide receivers who have that season. <laughs> like that, that's, that's like half the season. <laughs> but let's go ahead and move on to the NFL Week Ten. Let's go ahead and talk about the Seahawks versus the Green Bay Packers. This was very much a defensive match. Uh, the oh, Seahawks. Yeah, Lambeau Field. I mean, the Seahawks defense. I'll tell you one thing: they give up yards. They said it throughout the game. They give up yards. They'll give you up yards all day long. But once you get to that red zone, they're like, all right, time to stiffen up. They are, that, they are the most bend but don't break defense in the NFL. Ken Norton Jr. is know what he's doing there. Yeah, they're allowing yards, but yards isn't always anything because they're not putting up a lot, they're not allowing a lot of points being put up on them. It's just that they had Geno Smith at quarterback for the last couple of weeks. That you know, that hurts. Geno Smith did play decently well. I would say he's looked better than Jacoby Brissett throughout his times of starting. Um <laughs> But the Packers, as we said earlier, got decimated by injuries. Um, A.J. Dillon had a massive game, like 120 yards from scrimmage. He had a beautiful late fourth down like catch from Aaron Rodgers that went for 50 yards, and he was just rumbling and stumbling down the damn field. It was a gorgeous play. He had two touchdowns in the game. Uh, Aaron, the interceptions uh, from by Russell Wilson. All right, I got to say some things. And I'm going to be a Packer fan here, and I'm going to go ahead and admit, I'm a Packer fan. Darnell Taylor recovered that fumble from the Green Bay Packers. Yes, the NFL had their you know ref come on and say, no, this that was the right call. When there's a tie, 
call, you know, a tie tie up, the the tie goes to the offense. Well, if that's the case, then the inter- then the interception back in the fail Mary counts. And I hate to say that, but it was still a fail Mary. But the Darnell Taylor recovered that football. Aaron Rodgers was a second behind. You gave it the ball to us. That was an and then out of all things, Kevin King's interception. How they didn't overturn that is beyond me. That was not an interception. Kevin King had the possession for like a split second. They gave us that ball. I will be the first ones saying that two massive turnovers should have went to the Seahawks and they did not go to y'all. And I do apologize for that. That, you know, but that still was maybe three points on the board, maybe six. I mean, you weren't, our defense was locked down that game. I don't know. I mean, Eric Stokes. If once we get Jair Alexander back, Eric Stokes and Jair are going to be some fucking shut down corners because Stokes has shut down some elite wide receivers lately. He's held Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf to like absolutely nothing. I mean, I'm not saying he covered them both of them throughout the game, just the times he's covered them. He like somebody put the stats out over the game where he recovered them and he allowed like one reception for like eight yards or something. It was ridiculous against those two. That's impressive. He's made, he, Recovered well. Adrian Amos had almost two interceptions throughout the game. If it wasn't one of the defenders coming over and hitting his legs from under him, he would have had the second interception. Uh, not the best game from Aaron Rodgers. He's definitely rec- a little rusty coming off of the COVID list. Um, we try to use Devontae a little too much, but we usually try to do. I love Devontae. We try to get the ball to him as much. But as you can tell, Aaron doesn't really trust much of the other wide receivers besides Cobb. But Cobb's not on the field as much. He just he just doesn't trust giving the ball to him as much. It's just evident because they're open most sometimes, and he kind of just doesn't throw it to him because he doesn't trust him to make a play. It, that's what I see on the when he's throwing the ball. But Packers win 17-0. The first time in Russell Wilson's career he was shut out with no points. And the first time the Green Bay Packers defense has had a shutout since 2018. So this defense, I hate to say it, is elite. This it's been a while, and uh, I have to, I have to eat my words. Joe Barry has has been getting it on. He has been doing really well. We have, and he's had every excuse to fail. He really has. I mean, this deep. You guys don't know the patterns of and in passing. Yeah, and and then seventeenth on rushing or sixteenth. And it might, but lowered because they didn't do any rushing against us, so that might have lowered. And we're like seventeen points allowed a game. Yeah, that's really good. The Packers, and like I said, he has every reason. They helped him send the fourteen points. Yeah, and again, like we, he's lost Jair Alexander. He lost Darius Smith. He's lost. uh, He lost Kevin or Kenny Clark for a little while. I mean, we have been decimated with injuries over and over again. He's lost two, his two best defenders for most of the year. And then there was a point where we didn't have Stokes or King. We were literally starting with Shud Douglas and, like, Shandon Sullivan and company, and we were still winning games on defense and locking down passing. So I had to give it to Joe Barry. I, a, a claps. I mean, a roaring applause here for Joe Barry. He has been amazing. He's getting it on every week and he's getting a little bit better and better. So – Go Pack, go. That's what I got for this week. I don't know if you guys have anything to add about the Packers game. If you do, go ahead. I was just gonna say you want to admit that. So, foot in mouth. That's all I can say. Foot in I mouth. Mean, also, I just want to say, come on, Adrian, you know, that's a goddamn ball. I got it on the third time, but still, 
Yeah, I, I'm not gonna hate. Like I said, I, I by the way, isn't Anon some savage Yes, they, we have we have probably a top three duel at safeties. Savage and Amos are monsters. They don't get enough credit, and I'm okay with that. They don't need to. I love both of them, and they play amazingly with us. So they they shut down the back, and they make up any play. If a corner makes a mistake, aka Kevin King, who's been playing well, this is Kevin King's probably best year in, in quite some time. I mean, he's had some mistakes. Don't get me wrong, but Kevin King has been pretty well lately. But when he has made mistakes, or Stokes has made mistakes, Savage or Amos come flying across the field to make the play. So Packers win, love it. We see we've had the Seahawks number since the fail Mary, and I love it. Um, but, I think I agree. But we'll go ahead and move on to the Vikings beating the Los Angeles Chargers. Mm, By the way, I, I did not know this, but you know the Chargers are like Owen Savage. Really? We have not beat them in a while. I'm, every time we play them, we just get our ass. Even if he doesn't spend like, like 296 yards as a rookie against this team last year and keep the shit out of us. And, oh no, that was good for Anyways, here again. Honestly, we got beat at our own game here. Mike Zimmer went for it on down numerous times. And that was really was the key uh, to the end was Put down and and a note, and he went for it with two and a half minutes left in the game, and they got it. And they ran a toss with Dallin Cook, and he got it, and that was it. Hooker there was that on the field. You know, and then Hooker wasn't short either, and that, that wasn't good. I don't run people. I've been saying this all year. I run defense. It's awful. I don't know if you can or something, but God. None of your playmakers are making plays. Austin Eckler has been not great lately. I mean, Keenan Allen's starting to come onto the scene. Justin Herbert's struggling. You know, he's having some sophomore slumps. I mean, it's kind of just – I mean, you guys came out with fucking balls on fire and then kind of just it's slowed defense. down. There's another thing, too. None of the defensive playmakers are making plays. Except Darwin James. Yeah, I mean – Except Darwin James. Yeah, when he's healthy. Yeah, he's healthy all year. That's – I, exactly. I hated saying it because now he's going to probably get, you know, just. Yeah, no. I'm yeah, no. Can we just like, can we just give credit to Kirk Cousins here for a second? I think he really deserves it. I mean, Kirk Cousins. Oh, not going to have that game. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk Cousins is ninth in the uh, yards, eighth in touchdowns, first in turnovers, and 11th on quarterback rating. I mean, Kirk Cousins is having a, a year you paid him to have. I mean, he's not losing games. He's helping you win games. I mean, he has 18 touchdowns, two interceptions, and 2,400 yards. That's a pretty good year. I mean, everybody was bitching and moaning. Go ahead, Tyler. I'm glad you said that because I misread um, one of the topics, and I thought I was going to get to pick an MVP right now, but really we're just selling the shitty-ass MVP I picked. But, I mean, you can make a legit argument that Kirk Cousins violent. could be in right now. Like, I mean, seriously, though. Like, he has less interceptions than anybody in the league. He's actually throwing the ball a lot. Like, in the past, I feel like like he's been kind of more like a game manager, but this year he's actually slinging the ball a lot. Like, so it's not like he's just game managing. I mean, 18 touchdowns, two picks. I mean, he's played 68% of his passes. He Like, he, you could make an argument legit that he could be an MVP candidate, like, right now. Yeah, you easily could. He, I mean, he I mean, could I have the stats. I, I mean, know their team is below 500, but – I was looking at their schedule too, and like 
they play Green Bay this coming week, albeit at home. But the get, next uh, five games after that, they could legit be like four and five. I mean, four and one. Yeah. So, like, they yeah, I mean, he's having a damn good year. Yeah. I mean, at this rate, we're halfway through the season. He could go for 36 and four and 5,000 yards. I mean, that is a pretty compelling NFL MVP type of season if he is on the route he is going. It's on that well. And, it, and it is Kirk Cousins. I'm not trying to take anything away from the man, but he had. He, he, he looked brilliant. And then. Uh, yeah. I, but I had to give him credit. He's having a good year. Yeah. And, and, and him, 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 Justin Jefferson is something else. And and Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen's another one. I mean, they have a great – they have arguably probably the best wide receiver duel in the league. Yeah, one of the best tandems in the league. Yeah. And then they got Dallin uh, and Tyler Coughlin coming out. On. 35 – or 35 receptions, 350 yards, and three touchdowns. I mean, yeah, Justin – I mean, Jefferson has 775 yards and 55 receptions and four touchdowns. Thielen, 50 catches, 542 in seven touchdowns. Oh, very much so. And Thielen is the red zone threat. Like, Thielen right now is still the red zone threat. And I'm going to tell you, Thielen came on late in his career, but the dude is, like, having – like, has a really good career. Like, he's not a Hall of Famer, but, I mean, I wouldn't argue if you try to argue me that he could be. Like, you know, know, he's just that – Yeah, I mean, he's had such a good – I mean – if you have all these guys in that who've had a short career and had great stats, you, I can see why you can argue he has eh, 46 touchdowns. Not as great. I mean, he has 5,700 yards. Okay. Maybe not, but he's had a, he's definitely like uh, Antonio Freeman for the pack, you know, for the Packers was he, he's definitely a, a Vikings hall of famer. I'll say that. Well, if he definitely a Vikings. Well, well, let's see how, how much longer he plays at this level too. Because I mean, yeah, I think I, mean, I think if he could get if he could get like another three years with this kind of production, that would definitely be getting into Hall of Fame category. Oh. Yeah, he is thirty one though. Oh, yeah, he he's turned thirty one this year. Blueder, like you said, he, yeah, he was. But I mean, if he, yeah, he if he plays at a high level for the next three years, he could realistically be in like the six hundred, you know, catches. You know, what, oh, yeah, 60, he has, 65 touchdowns? I mean, at that rate, he's going to definitely be in the conversation. Yeah, you could definitely always – he's always that guy that what if, or uh, not the what if, but, like, what could have been, you know, like, if he got to actually play more, I mean, and got to onto the scene more and, been you know, got to play a lot more. Because, I mean, he is at 46 touchdowns. He is at 442 receptions, and he is at seven – or he will be at 6,000 yards by the end of the year, but he has 5,717. So at at the rate he's going, he could be at fifty and six thousand yards at the end of the year. It is. It's a good number, definitely for a wide receiver. I mean, he like he's definitely in that category. If he has a couple of good more years of ten touchdowns, which he is on the pace for, he doesn't look like he's slowing down. You could easily argue that he is that borderline Hall of Famer. Not going anywhere, right? No, no, they gave him a contract extension like a year or two ago. So I he's there for a couple more years, which is good. Yeah, so we'll see. That's all I'm saying. We'll see with him. I'm not trying to like crown him or anything, but I just wanted to give some credit to the Vikings. You know, I am I'm not a hater. I am a Packer fan. I'm not going to hate on players that are good for other teams. All haters on the Vikings, though. 
We did, and that's a, that could be another shock. You know, they're, they're they they are a losing record, and they're they could end up being like a nine and seven, you know, the nine and eight team. I hate this extra win. It's you got to remember how to add here with this extra game now. Yeah, but you know, we'll see. I mean, Justin, I I'm just curious on how the Chargers finish the year as well. They're struggling late of late defense. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Honestly, you know, I'm saying, like, in last week, the Chargers went down, like, four times. There was no opportunity for that this week. Very much so. Um, Bengals get a bye, so they get another loss. Cause they got a win. What are you talking about? All the teams in the NFC North lost. That is massive. The Bengals get a bye week, and they win. They get a bye week and, and they get a win. They get healthy and they get a win because the damn Steelers tied to the Lions. <laughs> the Ravens lose to the Dolphins and the Browns lost to the Patriots. By and none of these games were good. The Ravens lost pretty badly to the Dolphins. The Steelers struggle and tie to the Lions. And then the Browns get smacked in the face by the Patriots. I mean, Tyler had to be dancing on the moon this weekend because of everything that happened. Way, fucking MC. Yes. So yeah, a little Big Ben is better than me. I mean, oh, yeah, he is. But how much better would it have been? Uh, probably not much, but but we'll go ahead and move on to buy or sell. Our MVPs after 10 weeks. And let's just go ahead and remind everybody of our MVP predictions at the beginning of the year. Me was Josh Allen as MVP. Chris had Aaron Rodgers as MVP. Tyler had Baker. (laughs) Tyler has Baker Mayfield as his MVP. So, Tyler, are you buying or selling your MVP prediction? Well, <laughs> you know, this is going to be a hard sell. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this one has to hurt well, a little. Hey, this is, uh, this is, a perfect, this is where uh, going off the grid uh, can really make you look kind of stupid. But, <laughs> like, I just got to say this, though. Like he, like, he has regressed, though, so much. Like, because people used to say the dude was so bad, and I'd be like, no, no, he's not. But, like, like he really is. Like, now, like, like before when people would say it, I always thought they were nuts. But, like, like I think he really has regressed, like, that much that now he's really just not even good. Yeah. So, obviously, I don't know. Yeah, he, he is dealing with the shoulder injury. Yeah, I mean, he is. But my thing is, is, like, it's the non-showing, non-throwing shoulder. So, like, if that's really making you play that bad, then shut it down because you're just making yourself look like a fool out there. So I don't yeah. even know how much I even how much we even should even look into that. Like, like is it even because of the shoulder? Like, because if 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 you're if it's making you play that bad, you shouldn't be out there anyways. And and the coaches should see that too. But like, yeah, it's just like now. It's just like like now. I feel like the dude just regressed. So like, he made me look stupid. I got to take my L, but. I mean, I guess you will have that whenever you decide to go off the grid with, you know, your your prediction. I can just say this right now. The only one that you were on pace for was Derrick Henry, and he got hurt. Kyle Pitts, rookie of the year, probably not going to happen. J.C. Horn, defensive rookie of the year, definitely not happening. Hey, hey, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. 
Uh, I, um, uh, Dar- uh, comeback player of the year, Barkley and Donald. <laughs> Matt, no. Matt Rule, coach of the year. You did. Yeah, but look, he was a believer. Miles Garrett might hit By the way, defensive player of the year. By the way, Matt Jones, did I play Matt Jones? Yes, as rookie of the year, you did. How's it doing, by the way? Well, there's still a guy yeah, you out there are... whose name is Jamar Chase, so we'll see. That's true. Like, no, I doubt. But he's still in the but, uh, Oh, no, no. That's all. Yeah. I, I would right now, I, I would give it to Jamar over your boy Mac. I'm not going to lie. Put that on for you're, you're, you're also right yeah, there. Yeah, but his numbers, that, the thing is, like, he's been doing too much, like, game managing for me to, like, win. Like, if he had a year like Justin Herbert, that's different. But, like, if he ends yeah, the year no. at, like, 20, 22 touchdowns, there's no way he's winning it over Chase. I agree. Uh, yeah, he is. Ju- Justin Jefferson should have been rookie of the year last year over. I don't That's know. Herbert had a really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Herbert. Yeah. I, I, Je- but Jefferson beat every record possible for a wide receiver in his first yeah, year. He, he, but I get why he did. I mean, so did Herbert. Herbert had an amazing year. But you had Mac Jones as rookie of the year. You had Sartan as defensive rookie there, which could that could be on the play. Comeback player, Derwin James. They don't give it to defense often, definitely with Dak coming back, but I get it. Bill Belichick, coach of the year, still on the board. Offensive rookie of the year, or offensive player of the year, Alvin Kamara, probably with the injury, not going to happen. TJ Watt, defensive player of the year, and then Aaron and Aaron Rodgers, MVP. Hmm. Buy or sell Aaron Rodgers, MVP. I'm sitting with y'all at R-E-L-A-X. Aaron Rodgers is still the MVP. I'm okay with it. I'm not going to argue. I, I don't see it, but I, I, I get, get it. All right. Just moving on to me really fast. Come on, hold that Yeah, he will. Uh, offensive rookie of the year for me was Trevor Lawrence. Uh, not happening. Yeah. Defense rookie of the year, Mikel Parsons. That is, that, that could happen. Hit. That could hit. Comeback player of the year, Dak Prescott. That's probably going to hit. Coach of the that's year. The one. Uh, coach of the year. Matt LaFleur, he has to get some – he keeps getting – I mean, 8-2 and two again. I mean, the dude has the best record out of, like, the first three years of the head coach, and he still has never got that recognition. They keep giving it to one-year guys like Kevin Suscansi and fucking whoever won the other year. I mean, he's probably going to lose to Cliff Kingsbury at this point, but Matt LaFleur could he hit. Uh, Matt LaFleur could hit, though. Dalvin Cook, Offensive Player of the Year. Missing some time, possible. T.J. Watt, defensive player of the year. Tom, I, yeah. Um, I and then Josh Allen MVP. I'm gonna buy. I, I mean, Josh Allen has struggled at points. Josh Allen has not been like what he was last year, but I would still say Josh Allen has a sh- shot. He has. I'm trying to pull it up. I'm trying to get his exact stats right now. For you know, everybody. the problem is, uh, yeah, they're not targeting the enough. No, yeah, he has 2,600 yards, 19 touchdowns, six interceptions. That's passing. That's his passing stats. He's not rushing as much either this year. No, he's not. He's so not that's the Lamar type. No, he, could, he has only 59 attempts for 322 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, he's kind of on pace, but he has actually almost more yards than he did last year. He had 421 and eight last <laughs> it year. Feels like, yeah, it doesn't feel like it, but. He, I mean, he could. I, I'm still, I'm buying. I can still buy that. I, I'm gonna have to. I can't sell Josh Allen. 
So, I mean, I'm doing decent. Parsons, Prescott, LaFleur, Cook, Watt, and Allen, they're all could hit. I would say, though, I would say right now, Miles Garrett is defensive player of the year. He does have 13 sacks at this point. I would say that's Tyler's hit is Miles Garrett. Well, I got to get uh, one, man. I got to get one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) One out of five ain't bad. No, let's go ahead and get Thursday night football predictions for this week out of the way before we wrap up the pod. And I am going to go ahead and say it's probably going to be another shit show game because I don't have it on the docket. Atlanta versus New England. Yeah, okay, so oh, well, that? it is a Super Bowl rematch. Uh, both teams are playing decently well right now, but with the Atlanta Falcons losing Cordell Patterson, which I think is going to be a massive hit, still no Calvin Ridley, and the only person they have to worry about covering is your guy, Kyle Pitts. I'm going to say New England wins this game. I think Mac Jones has a decent game. I mean, he's going to prove to the Atlanta Falcons that drafting Kyle Pitts over him was a dumb move. Um, I, and the Patriots defense is playing really well. The, I, we're not talking about it enough. The Patriots defense is also playing really well. They're another great defense. The All the signings they did on the defense are paying out, Matt Judon and company. So I'm going to have the Patriots win this game by 10 points. It's going to be an ugly Thursday night football game, which like they all are. And I'm going to say the uh, Patriots win this uh, 31 to 17. How about you there, Tyler? Well, I, my prediction, I mean, I think in real, realistically, New England should win this game by a couple of touchdowns like you predicted. But um, Atlanta got beat 43-3, to three, I'm pretty sure, yesterday. They got beat by 40. Yeah, they um, lost to Dallas and, pretty bad. And that always signals the next game is going to be pretty close. Like, you know, like NFL teams, no matter how bad they are, they don't like losing. They don't like losing like that. They don't like being embarrassed. Jokes aside, we've seen that happen with them against my Bengals. You know, the Jets, they got beat by like 40-some. And then, so I'm not going to say Atlanta's going to win the game, but I do think this will be close just for the fact that Atlanta got, I mean, they they got took behind the old woodshed yesterday. Uh, obviously, they're going to be feeling some kind of way about that. So I'm going to take New England, but this is going to be a tough game for them, 27-23. Chris? All right, well, I'm thinking about if it was in New England, it's not in New England, it's in the Dome. So, yep. weather is not a factor. And opening line, the Patriots are 6.5 favorites. So, I'm going to have to go with Vegas. <laughs> and We're all wrong. Falcons win now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone else. Is like, no, no, no. Hey, run the... Uh, yeah, it's probably gonna be an ugly game. It's gonna be a Yeah. Usually is. But that is it for us this week. We appreciate you listening to the All Time Misfit Podcast. For the All Time Misfit Podcast, this is yours truly, Little B at Brunelli Sports. No, it's the hater at the Louis. Hey, didn't hear me last week. Fun, I'm glad to win. Someone, thank you for your service. Buy them a coffee, something. Thank you, veterans. It was Veterans Day last week, but every day is Veterans Day, guys. Amen. Don't yes, forget to follow all time Mystic Podcast at H Mystic Pod. Don't forget to like and subscribe on iTunes. <clears throat> and uh, you can find me on Twitter at T underscore Dement. Thank you and have a great week. Don't forget to click the Dash Driver. Dash Driver.